Hello and welcome to episode 30 of The Bond Brain. I'm your host, Bud West. Now obviously if you're listening to this, you're a big Bond fan, we all are. However, I know that each and every one of us has other interests in entertainment. You may like the Marvel movies, you may be into Star Wars, you may be into all of it. For me, I happen to stick very heavily into the history movie category and also into more espionage movies and books and television series outside of Bond. So I thought it would be kind of fun to share some of the spy or espionage or thriller books and movies that I have come across over the years that I think are really top-notch. Movie-wise, it's it's hard to argue that the Bourne series has not been extremely entertaining. It is a bit repetitive, but I think that, that original Bourne identity was one, you know, top-notch movie. And I would actually put it up there with almost any espionage movie out there. I have also enjoyed Tom Cruise's Mission Impossible series. I think some of those films are hit and miss, but overall they are entertaining. Some of the motorcycle stunts are, are a little bit odd, but, you know, if we can buy Bond falling off a bridge and landing practically headfirst into a river in the beginning of Skyfall and somehow surviving that all while bleeding from bullet wounds, then I think we can forgive a few non-possible motorcycle stunts. There are some other films, though, that don't get a whole lot of play, and I think that they are probably some of the best espionage and spy movies out there. And the reason that I think that some of the movies I'm about to name really measure up is they really remind me more of the old days of Bond and the 60s Bond and and the films such as From Russia with Love and Dr. No. One of my personal favorites is a former Bond himself, Pierce Brosnan's Taylor of Panama. And it also stars Jeffrey Rush and Brosnan plays the character differently. He doesn't come across as just another Bond in this film. But I like the fact that it is all tied up into the turmoil of another nation. Not to mention the fact that Brosnan is basically sent there almost as a punishment. Tinker Tailor Soldier Spy. It was a great novel. It's also a great film. Gary Oldman. If you're looking for a ton of action, it's not really a ton of action, but it is a top-notch spy film. And though I recommend the book over the film, the recent Tom Hanks film, Bridge of Spies, I thought was excellent. In addition to that film, I have always thought that The Hunt for Red Eye October is an excellent spy film. And a lot of people look at me oddly when I say that that's a spy film. But the truth of the matter is the crux of that film really is an espionage film. Former Bond Sean Connery is not stealing the blueprints for a submarine. He's not stealing the white papers or the technical instructions for a fancy new Russian submarine. He's stealing the whole submarine. But in the end, he is surreptitiously stealing information and giving it to the enemy. And if that's not espionage, I don't know what is. I've always had a kind of soft spot in my heart for a very, I shouldn't say very old movie, but an older movie called Where Eagles Dare, starring Richard Burton and Clint Eastwood. It was a who's on what side and blind and double blind and spy film in the World War II era. It kind of hits two points for me there. It's not only set during a historical period of time that makes for some exciting movies, it's also a spy film in and of itself. And some props could also be given in that respect to films like The Guns of Navarone or The Dirty Dozen. 
espionage missions that are set in that time frame, and they're always a lot of fun to rewatch. Some other great spy films that I've come across that you might want to consider uh, if you're if you're looking for something new out there. No Way Out, starring Kevin Costner, Spy Game with Robert Redford and Brad Pitt, and another Robert Redford film, Three Days of the Condor, actually based on the book. I believe a book was called Six Days of the Condor. Now, for television series or miniseries, there actually have been several really good ones lately, and one that I have brought up before that some people have not heard about in the past is a limited series that was run on Stars called Counterpart. Now, Counterpart is somewhat science fiction. Planet Earth, through a scientific experiment, has somehow duplicated, and there are now two dimensions. But the crux of the series is that one dimension, even though every single person has a double, is fighting the other. And there is a lot of espionage and sabotage and assassination that goes on back and forth. So it's really, really an interesting series. And I can definitely not say enough about a what I believe is a BBC production of The Night Manager, which was a novel by one of the biggest spy writers out there, John Le Carre. Now, the Night Manager miniseries with Tom Hiddleston is incredible. And if you don't think Hiddleston could play Bond, watch that Night Manager. There's only six episodes, and there are just moments where he really comes across as smooth and polished. And I had originally, the first time I ever saw him suggested for the Bond role, I thought, oh, that's ridiculous. And then about a year later, I saw The Night Manager, and it was a moment when I said, yeah, I I could see that. I don't know that he'll get the role. I don't know that there isn't anyone better out there, but I'm pretty sure the guy could pull it off. Now, there's another new series that has hit television recently called Treadstone, and it's based on the Jason Bourne movie series. But one of the problems I had with the Bourne series after the Bourne identity was every other movie seems to be the same. Jason Bourne comes out of hiding, the government discovers it, they try to hunt him down, and he turns the tables on them. It's almost like watching the complete series of the Dukes of Hazard. It's pretty much the same every time. Not that it's not entertaining, but... It is very repetitive. Treadstone takes it to another level, and it flips back and forth through various time periods and really makes for an entertaining take on the Treadstone agents, such as Jason Bourne. And as far as spy novelists go, I obviously can't say enough about Fleming and John le Carre, but there's another gentleman out there whose books I discovered a few years ago that I think deserves quite a bit of mention, and his name is Daniel Silva. Silva uses a character named Gabriel Allen, and he is an Israeli agent and a very reluctant one at that. So if you're really into spy novels and you're looking for something good, seek out Silva's series. There's actually quite a few books now. I believe book one is The Mark of the Assassin, and that's actually one of the best ones I've read. However, if you really want to get a feel for it, there's another one that sold very well. Most of his books are bestsellers anyway. Try Moscow Rules. The Gabriel Aaron character is very, very entertaining. Now, in and above Bond, I'm always looking for additional spy stuff out there. So 
please thebondbrain at gmail.com or at thebondbrain on Instagram. You can find me uh, under Bud West out on Facebook. If you've got some great spy thrillers that you've read or you've come across or a movie you highly recommend, let me know. Send me your list. Send me your list of books, your list of films, your list of series, whatever you think. Wet your whistle for these down periods between the times when we're waiting for that next Bond movie. So this has been Bud West with the Bond Brain and the Bond Brain will return.